This is, this is Underground Alphabet. I imagined you with that beautiful smile I imagined standing by your side I imagined everything going right Oh, how wrong I was Oh, how wrong I was ooh, ooh. And you everybody man it's winter 2022 is almost over here we are in December it's, it's it's a lot of things happening right now right in the southern in Kentucky Indiana Kentuckyana if I can speak I'll try that again in Kentuckyana a lot of things happening in Kentuckyana right now we are at the Community Music Alliance in New Albany Indiana first time here for me it's a really cool place recording studio recital place and I'm here with Alicia Nicole and she is releasing an EP tonight. Is that correct, or is it a full album? Uh, no EP, full album set for next year. But uh, the EP is just kind of a sneak preview of what you get on the full album. Is this your first recording? No, I have a, not, I have an acoustic album out that's starting from scratch. It's basically just demos. But uh, I mean, it shows you what you're going to get live. So I mean, at least there's that. So. What's the name of the album you got going on here? Uh, this one is Several Simple Songs, and it's volume one because I'm planning to do multiples of these because it's all just kind of acoustic-ish songs. And it's kind of my way of seeing what songs that I've written are going to resonate with audiences and resonate with online crowds more so. I mean, you can always go out and play live, but that only reaches so many people at a time, especially in this time where gas is mm. all sorts of high prices. So I'm trying to be attuned to everyone I can be out there. So um, this one is four songs and uh, I am excited to see where it goes. So what would you say your favorite song is on the album right now, if you could pick well, one? Yeah, that's honestly real easy for me. I personally like the song Sense It and uh, a lot of people are gonna probably say that it's written by a psycho a psycho person and I don't know if I am or not but you know uh, it's more of an observational song of what's going on in the world all the division all the hate that's out there basically and so that's my commentary on what hate can lead to. I like to call it my, uh, I swear officer I'm a writer, not a <laughs> criminal <laughs> song. 
Well, have you done any of these live yet? No. Uh, oh, this wow. Is, this is actually the first <laughs> live performance I've done in several months. Possibly the entire year. Um, <laughs> I've been a work-from-home musician, I like to say, for the past couple of years. I've seen you live. I've seen you at open mics. This is one of my open micers, just in case. <laughs> that is true. I did go out to Dundee a few times, and it was really fun. I never actually came with the intent to play, though. I was always there to just kind of listen and hang out and support everybody else. And then you got Rob saying, here, take my guitar. <laughs> oh, I'm messing with it. Take that as a compliment. I don't let just anybody touch my guitar. <laughs> no, really, it's an honor, seriously. And I, I really enjoyed going out, and I appreciate you watching my dog while I play, because I enjoyed bringing her out, about too. That. Yeah, yeah, I brought Katie with me, and <laughs> I had a guitar being shoved at me, and my guitar in one hand and the dog leash in the other and I'm like oh no <laughs> but yeah it was awesome that you were able to watch her she loves you <laughs> she loves you does she oh yeah <laughs> since it's my favorite and I'm partial to it. The second favorite of mine is my, what I call my Ode to 2020. So uh, it's called, that one's Try Not to Need Me. It's the last song on the EP. And uh, it really upbeat. It's only ukulele and a little bit of um, percussion, which most of the others, the Sunset and You Should Be Here is uh, guitar and percussion. And then Try Not to Need Me is ukulele and percussion. And then I did one just a game that is based off a book that I've read, and um, that one is electric keyboard and percussion. Uh, I tried to keep them pretty toned down on this one just because I also go to Nashville and record with a uh, engineer who I adore, and I like to let him kind of help me with the big tracks. <laughs> yeah, I should have a full album with him coming out next year. But you did all this here. Yes, there, all of this was actually recorded in this room. Oh, wow. And uh, they are going to all be recorded in this room. The Several Simple Songs is going to be this room producing that. Uh, so you get some actually pretty good quality in this room, and I'm pretty impressed with it. Owen built it all from scratch, so it's been incredible to watch him work. <laughs> where, where all can we hear the album? I released through CD Baby, so it is pretty much wherever music is uh, except for things like Bandcamp and uh, SoundCloud because those are more artist managed uh, but I'm planning on eventually getting one of those. I would highly recommend getting uh, They're super useful it's just here lately it's been more focusing on recording and writing and I'm like oh no now I've got to get into the swing of all these other things 
So CD Baby just kind of takes the distribution and throws it out at Spotify, Apple Music, uh, YouTube Music. Uh, I focus mainly on releasing on YouTube. So if you find me on YouTube, I'm under Alicia. There will be a link to that in the, in the description, just so everybody knows. I try to post monthly an acoustic session where I just basically play a song. And I'm looking at hopefully doing covers next year. I'm I don't know if I've ever heard you do a cover, honestly. Uh, yeah, I try not to do them without <laughs> making sure that I have all the licensing right, and stuff in place. Because right. I don't... But with I, CD I, Baby, I try you to can be, do that. Yes. <laughs> well, they've actually outsourced it, so they give you links to go through and do it. So. Right. Eh. Uh. Although I have been searching the public domain, and there are some really fun ones there. Yeah. If you all haven't heard it, um, The Devil's Ball is a fun song. No, I haven't it's heard that. It's from the 1920s, and it's a really fun song. Huh. <laughs> I'll look into that myself. <laughs> yeah, it's actually quite right up your alley, I think. So I would so, uh, well, let's is do it. Silly? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's it silly. is. It is very silly. <laughs> Are you gonna? Do you have CDs right now? Or? Yes. Um, so I actually have three, starting from scratch, the demos track, mm -hmm. and then several simple songs. And then I took the uh, six songs that I released as singles throughout the past, I don't even want to say how many years, uh, <laughs> but uh, throughout the past couple of years, and I put those on a CD called Icon A, uh, because they were recorded in the Icon A room in Omnisound Studios in Nashville. Oh, wow. yeah. So, nice yeah. little tribute to them. Well, let me ask you this. If you ever saw anybody that, uh, that on, on stage or even on TV or anything, and you said, you know what, I want to play music, who, who would that be? You narrow that down. It can be more. You can have more than one answer. There's a couple of different ones for that. Ironically, as it is, um, Sean Kingston was a big influence, and it wasn't even him per se. <laughs> I was at a concert of his at Kentucky Kingdom way back when they had the, the oh, this wow. backstage going, mm -hmm. uh, and um, we had just finished the concert. It was me and a few friends, and I was singing along with them and my dad made a con I looked at my dad and I must have asked him how it sounded or whatever and he <laughs> kind of implied that I couldn't sing because he was like well Sean does it better than you do and I'm like well I mean yes he's the writer of the song and he has all sorts of backup and everything so yeah he can make a pop but also like that from that moment on I was like you know what no anyone who tells me that I'm not good enough or not good in general I'm gonna just prove them wrong so I actually started doing singing lessons from that and decided to try to get better and I actually can hold a note now. Uh, <laughs> well I've heard you. <laughs> um, but so that was that. I imagined you walking down the aisle. I imagined you with that beautiful smile. I imagined standing by your side. I imagined everything going right. Oh how wrong I was.
taking music seriously is kind of attributed to two different acts that I've seen. A lot more than that, obviously, because inspirations fly, but um, like the moment I was like, I want to do that was ironically Hannah Montana slash Miley Cyrus. Uh, I was in middle school, me and a few friends went out and my parents actually treated us to a concert and that was like my first big concert with friends and I'm like, yeah, this is great, I love it, it's awesome, the energy's there and I, I just like, I fed off the crowd ener crowd's energy and like just watching Miley do her thing on stage and having a blast and I just, it was addictive and I'm like, I want that. I want to know how that feels. So from there I went into theater and, because it wasn't music right away, it was musical theater starting out and I loved it. But then I went to a skillet concert in high school and I was able to like really get my eyes opened to like how real songs can get instead of like a lot of the produced stuff like I got into rock music and I'm like I don't have to be somebody else when I'm playing music I can just be me and be heard which I love acting but you are you're always someone else you're, yeah. you're you as someone else which is amazing and I credit actors because that is some skill um, but also like musicians it takes a certain kind of uh, vulnerability to step out and be who you actually are you know how, I yeah. mean you you play music you know how that feels it's just it's you're vulnerable when you're up yeah. there and you're singing real songs that you wrote and you're like these are my words yeah. I can't really deny them at this point <laughs> but I um, wish I could sometimes <laughs> I know right <laughs> oh man some of the early works I'm just like ooh, did I write that oh dear but I mean I wouldn't trade it you always just you always get better yeah there's nowhere to go but up and then finally like lyrically i was able to hear icon for hire and they're a big influence on my lyrics because their songs are very real can you narrow down your favorite show you've ever played orcs bash at art sanctuary a oh, bunch wow. of nerds my kind of people i love <laughs> them i would take a vote for any of them they are amazing people and uh, they let me play on that art sanctuary stage, if you're familiar with that. It's mm -hmm. a huge, huge stage. It's awesome. And all yes. I had was my guitar and a mic in front of me. And I'm just sitting here like, huh, maybe I should rethink this. But I'm standing here now anyway, so here we go. And, like, my guitar strap fell off. <laughs> I dropped my pick mid-set. Like, it was a mess. I put the capo on the wrong fret on mm. one song so I'm like okay having to shift my voice mid-song and but like it was so much fun the crowd was there the, cr the energy was there and it was even with any gig things are going to go wrong yeah. but even throughout all the wrong it seemed like everything went right here's the counter question what's your least favorite show you ever played Least favorite show, I can easily say that. It was a, an open mic. It was one of my first with, uh, it wasn't Cam's, but it was another like another songwriting group in town. And <laughs> we were at a music store out in Valley Station. And I don't even remember the name of the music store. It's I can tell you where it's at, I can drive you there, but I can't tell you the name of it. That's how much I blocked it from my memory. And I was trying out new material and I had not rehearsed. So it was my arrogance that got to me. And um, I couldn't even finish the song. Oh. I couldn't even finish the song. It was the last song of the set. And I just choked. 
and I like ran off stage and I like stepped outside and I was just crying and I'm like this is not how it should have gone but then I thought about it I'm like what did I expect I didn't rehearse <laughs> I wrote the thing and said hey this is good enough right and then I got on stage who does that <laughs> I think we all did <laughs> one time uh, or another <laughs> yeah at one time or another but we also live and learn from that experience yeah. but after that i also kind of learned like you're gonna choke it's how you recover that yeah. matters yeah. and so that was a good learning experience but it still was not a pleasant one <laughs> <laughs> everybody chokes on stage some one time or another every time they play i think i don't care if mm -hmm. you're i don't care if you're filling arenas or something that they they mess something up in there even though they play every damn day so oh, yeah. sometimes or another they just they that's what they do is they they recover from it so well it's real hard to notice or they may oh, yeah. look like they did it on purpose well or they just play it off as a funny moment because i remember one concert i went to with skillet another show and uh the lead singer like the music started and the lead singer slash the bassist was playing the entirely wrong song <laughs> and uh the band stopped and they were all looking at him like what you doing buddy and he stopped after he realized it not very long after he realized it but like it was a quick moment and he was like i have just been alerted by the stares of my band members and wife that i've on the wrong song so let's restart that <laughs> <laughs> and the crowd went wild it was great so if you just play it off like i mean it's just so so much easier what would you like to add in before we wrap it up um just if anyone has any recording needs this is the place to go you want to perform, learn a new music instrument, anything like that? That's this is your place. Owen's done really well here, and right on. Uh, as far as me personally, I'm up to a lot. I have another show on the 23rd at the Barrel Room. Oh wow! Is that yeah. Shelbyville? No, or the Barrel it? Room is at 21st. Oh, yeah, it's now. 21st yeah. then. Oh, the songwriting round. Yeah, songwriters of, night. Um, I yeah. coordinated with Ed on that, and we're all excited. Gavin Castor and Melanie B are going to be yeah, on stage Gavin. with me. It's going to be so good. Are, are they going to use the stage, or are we going to actually have the songwriter round where everybody sits on the floor in a circle, <laughs> like they do with the Bluebird? Ah, oh, that would be so cool. Yeah, it would be cool. That'd be really cool. That's <laughs> honestly, we might look into that. I think we're going to use the stage this time around, but like definitely, we'll keep that in mind for uh, future performances. Just because that would be really neat. That is all our time we have for now. 
thank you for listening to Undergroundopolis. Remember, we do this every Wednesday night, bringing you new and exciting artists every week. Be sure to hit up their websites and social media and stream or download their music. If you like this show, please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Spotify, any streaming platform, and leave us a review as well. I'm your host, Rob Lyon, signing off.